This is Tristan. And this is Justin. For the Space Bros Podcast. The only podcast where you hear fuck and shit and Star Wars all in the same sentence. Does that work? Yeah, yeah. That was trying to be my best Kevin Smith, but it didn't really work out. <laughs> okay. Because it's like, the best whatever. Blah, blah, blah. He's always so boisterous. Hey, I'm Kevin Smith. There with the... That's not a good Kevin Smith No, it wasn't. That was terrible. You failed. Yeah. I was trying to lean hard on the adult content-oriented Star Wars, but I uh, Check it out. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we haven't recorded in a month because of life, but there's been quite a few things that happened, including E3, if you're into video games. Yeah. There was a lot of Star Wars stuff. Or things you put on your face. Yeah, virtual reality. Um, Let's start off with, well, what have you been playing? Have you been playing any games? Um, No, I've been working a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, we played some Soul Tour a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, no, not a whole lot of video games. Mm, Okay. Yeah, this E3 stuff, though, got me excited for what's coming out. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it's like, coming in 2016. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of the PlayStation stuff was 2016. Yeah. Including so, The Last Guardian, which nobody thought was ever going to come out. Uh, does that even look crazy. like... A, did you watch the trailer for it? Yeah. I thought it looked kind of irritating. Yeah. I mean, looks, if you're going to be having to yell at that dog thing, anyway, Yeah. Every 10 seconds. anyway. It's like um, Ico, where you have to hold that girl's hand when you mm-hmm. run up the stairs and jump and grab her. It got kind of annoying. I don't know if I could handle that. Yeah. But it looked cool. It looked pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And No Man's Sky? No Man's Sky, yeah. They didn't give us a date for that either, but they said it's coming out on the PC the same time Mm -hmm. as the PS4, which is kind of a bummer, so I was like, oh, man. No longer an exclusive. PS4 exclusive, come on. An early release day? Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most out of any game at E3 is No Man's Sky. And they showed some sort of combat, which they haven't shown Mm -hmm. before. Yeah, you can like get out of your ship and shoot things and collect resources and build stuff, I guess. Well, there's... Yeah, and there was the... There's like protectors on the planet because mm-hmm. everything's going to be like destructible. Yeah. Which was new. Yeah, that's new too. So, and if you start destroying too much shit, the mm-hmm. Sentinels, I forget what they were called, mm-hmm. but he just kind of like mumbled over it because he looked exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> here's like, here's like an expansive, never ending universe that I have to show you in three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, but when they zoomed out and they're like, here's where we are right now, and it's like, it's like, that's insane how many planets there are. Do, are you going to play it on the PS4 or you think you'll get it for yeah. PC? The PS4. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a very graphically intensive game, but I'm guessing it'll, it'll be gigantic sure. in terms of space and all that. Are you going to get a Morpheus headset? Oh, I don't know. If it works with that, if it looks cool, right? maybe I'll do it. I don't know. Depends how much would. it is. Yeah. I would imagine that they would try and push that as another option for that game. Yes. Especially if that's like their big um, accessory item. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't imagine them being... That was the theme of this conference is VR is coming. Yeah. It's almost here. All over your face. Yeah. It was like 3D one year and now it's VR. Mm-hmm. Which, Grab your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your... <laughs> I don't know why that's what? like. <laughs> Grab your touch sticks and yeah. jump into the world of VR. Pretty and then much. there's also AR, which is Microsoft's thing. Right? HoloLens, yeah. HoloLens. Which all they showed was like the Minecraft game because mm-hmm. they own Minecraft now. Yeah. Um, which looked awesome. I have like no interest in Minecraft, mm-hmm. but some of the stuff they showed with um, 
what one of the the one of the presenters was like acting as the character in minecraft mm. and then somebody else was basically like an overseeing god looking down on the world that she had created oh and you could see her like running around it was really crazy looking so i heard all that was someone was pre-recorded and not live okay someone was staged so them yeah that's possible sure yeah. I mean, you didn't want to, like, crash anything. No, like Uncharted. Like Uncharted crashed. <laughs> but then they're saying, like, well, that gives a little more character because it it's proves that the game is not done yet. True. It's still a work in progress. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure that the... I know the... the I don't think the VR part of it, though, was, like, pre-recorded. Because mm. like, they had the HoloLens in front of a camera mm. showing, like, a person's perspective. Mm-hmm. So, and there was no way that they could have pre-done that because the camera motions were so tight okay you know like you would have it was a person holding the camera not like a machine Mm -hmm. so there would be no way to like do the perspective correctly so Mm. it certainly works yeah i don't think there's really a way good way to demo virtuality on a live stage with thousand people watching they did a pretty good job with the hollow ones because of the fact that you could see they could pull out and the people in the audience could see that there was nothing on the table Mm -hmm. however the camera that the one guy was holding that was moving around the table could like see the object hmm so yeah that's the future is you got a shitty apartment and then you put on this hollow lens when people come over and it's like whoa mansion (laughs) yeah right (laughs) i just like the idea of being able to have like uh, a giant screen in my office you Mm -hmm. know using it as a monitor Mm. basically as big a monitor as you want that's kind of cool which they kind of previewed they showed like they put a window on the wall which you look through and it was, I mean, it was the Minecraft world, hmm. but it was essentially like, you can just put a window, a mon- a window from windows, <laughs> you know, anywhere in your world. So, you know, that you don't need two or three monitors anymore. If the HoloLens mm-hmm. works as well as they say. So yeah, that's exciting. And the games are certainly excited. Exciting. Did you mm-hmm. watch the battlefront stuff? Yes. Should we? Yeah, we can talk about that just first. Jump into it. Sure. Um, battlefront looks awesome. They're saying it's like pre-alpha stuff, though. What they're showing, and so, yeah. So running on a PC, really, that's way more powerful yeah. than either console. Yeah. One thing I didn't know is Battlefront. They uh, originally showed it with a lot of multiplayer maps versus like it was going to be all online multiplayer. Mm-hmm. That was the focus of the game. But now it sounds like there's some couch co-op and couch battling right. offline, which yeah. has me really excited because then like you could bring some bros over and just be like I don't want to play with douchebags online I just want to play with my friends here just kill some AIs yeah. and go into yeah. battles yeah mm-hmm. that that I heard that too and I was like oh that's cool because yeah. I do not want a battlefield game that's Star Wars yes that's just not what I want yeah no like fuck you man get to the base asshole right exactly <laughs> you're like go for the fag yeah like, oh god people <laughs> on the internet are the worst yeah so no interest in that but definitely some co-op stuff would be really cool mm-hmm. so yeah and the graphics look amazing. They showed the, the Hoth battle, mm-hmm. which is, I think they only demoed the Hoth battle and maybe one other thing, but some Tatooine thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Hoth one was cool. It's like, you're flying, you're on the ground. You can do a lot of cool yeah. stuff. And apparently you can switch between first and third person perspective with a button press. Nice. Which is cool. Um, and it's coming out November this year. I don't think there's anything though with prequels. I think it's all original trilogy stuff um i yeah so far what they've shown Mm -hmm. it looks like og so yeah they haven't shown too many maps um but i immediately pre-ordered it too after i watched the video e3 was like oh shit i gotta pre-order this for pc or ps4 ps4 okay yeah which means i have to get four ps4 controllers (laughs) like 60 bucks (laughs) each yeah but it looks awesome i think i'm gonna spend a lot of time playing it sure 
that's probably the second game I look forward to the most. What was the first? Um, no Man's Sky. Okay. Oh right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But there's still there's a lot of questions behind that game. Like, what exactly do you do? You just roam. That sounds like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they show them going into like battle for No Man's Sky, like mm-hmm. it being engaged in ongoing battles that are already just mm-hmm. just going. Yeah. It sounds like within the universe that he's creating that there's still there's like battles going on. That mm-hmm. you just sort of jump in and can join or not join. Like, seems yeah. very freewheeling. So, there is no goal, though, other than discovery, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, I don't know. That looks pretty cool. It looks rad, yeah. There's, like, the graphic power is, I think it's using Frostbite, mm-hmm. which is their new powerful engine. Hopefully it works better than Battlefield, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I don't even know if that's, like, functional at this point. Battlefield 4? Right? Hard, hardline or hardline. whatever it was. Yeah. They had a lot of issues with that. So we'll see if this is going to be server dependent too, if you have to log in to well, a hard, server. If Hardline is the police and criminals yeah. one, right? Right. Four was the one that had the most issues. It was just, yeah. Yeah. It was like you couldn't play it for th- three months or something like that. It yeah. That's insane. Screwed up everything. Well, let's assume that it works and that yeah. it works well. <laughs> I mean, it won't look as good as they've been showing unless you have like a high end PC. Yeah. I think all this is super high res PC, mm-hmm. like 4K PC. But that's okay. Uh, but. Probably have dual Titan video cards in there mm-hmm. or something that it's like a six thousand dollar box. Right. Um, I guess tied for second then is Knights of the Old Republic expansion. The expansion. Yeah, that was announced. Um, it's free to it's free for everyone who subscribes, basically. Okay. So if you subscribe by October twenty seventh or something like that, then you get access to it. Um, they're saying choices that matter, which mean, makes it seem like they listened to the players a little bit because the players were saying, oh, I can choose to kill this person, but it doesn't really affect the galaxy. It's like the galaxy keeps going on. Like you killed some random Sith dude. Doesn't matter. There's sure. no impact <laughs> on the galaxy, whether you do it or not. Right. So that that's cool. If that's actually going to happen, like major plot characters won't be there. Maybe if you choose a side or right for your game i mean yeah. that's a difficult thing to do with a open world mm-hmm. mmo like, right mm-hmm. it is still your storyline but in a world that is open to everybody yeah there's only so much they can do they can't be like well for you this planet doesn't exist because you chose to blow it up right exactly. but <laughs> what happens if someone wants to go there in a quest or something yeah oh i can't go there that's interesting i don't know how that, i'd be curious to see how that works out i mean if it's mm-hmm. just it's just going to be within your storyline i'm guessing mm-hmm. you know within your character story that doesn't overlap anyways yeah. with anybody else's so and they're kind of pressing the reset button on the universe mm-hmm. the whole ge- galaxy story everything because they say when you wake up when you first load the expansion you wake up and you've been frozen in carbonite for an unspecified amount of time everybody yeah okay. every character is frozen in carbonite and then you wake up and the galaxy is different what does that mean like he says you become an outlander a level 60 uh veteran of the great galactic war so the story that we know once you finish and get to level 65 now i think it is then you um you jump it? forward oh, no, in it's time. It's 60, level 60. Yeah, then there's nothing happening after that. And then, then when you load up this expansion, it'll be like, we're in the future. So what about, what has that mean for the planets that you've already been to? I don't know. I guess they might have different stories or continuations. I don't know. It's going to be hard for them to figure that out. I'm really, I'm really curious to see yeah. what that means. Because that implies the idea that like if you go back to, you know, Nar Shaddaa, it mm-hmm. should be different then, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But, but only for 
level 60 characters yeah that means they still have to keep the other universe running mm-hmm. it could be like server. two years into the future sure. <laughs> you don't know yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that sounds like they're trying to change things up because people are complaining that once you finish a planet there's no reason to go back to it really makes so, yeah. Yeah. yeah it would be nice if they added you know missions on other planets that have mm-hmm. to do with the story yeah those expansions so yeah, because it feels like now non grindy shit. When people know. are the high lo- highest level, all they do is they sit in the fleet, like fucking jumping jam- around, jamming on their speeders. Uh, yeah, and yeah. then coming back and, and raiding or something. And mm-hmm. yeah, hmm. um, you also get an instant level sixty character. What if you get this expansion? So if you only have like a level fifteen dude, but you're a subscriber, then they'll give you a free level sixty when this comes out. Interesting. So you don't even have to get through the story, which seems kind of silly because you think you'd want to do the original story and make choices and all that stuff. How long has this game been out for now? Uh, four years. I think it came out in December. Yeah, so I think it's year four or five. Five years. This How year, much is it a month? Fifteen. Fifteen bucks a month. Yeah. Five, five, six, seven hundred and fifty, seven hundred and eight hundred bucks, man. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just realized. Yeah. There was a brief period of time where I was not a subscriber, so it's not mm-hmm. exactly seven hundred to eight hundred bucks. But yeah, holy shit, that's a lot of casual. Uh huh. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> um, I'm just realized. It's like, wait a minute, is this worth? I was thinking, is this worth the amount of money that I've been put into it that I get one free expansion? Mm. Well, no, you get a couple free. Did we? They also said that if you didn't buy Shadow. Of uh revan mm-hmm. the last one you get it free starting with this expansion sure so they give away the previous one if you just wait which is kind of silly yeah but well that's really, with anything yeah I mean, you can wait and you get something for sale on sale yeah. for free so but they did give away a free one um they've had a couple free ones like the strongholds thing was free the build your own apartments whatever oh well right 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 um, the Galactic Starfighter thing, the space combat that nobody likes, okay. that was free. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but then in this one, too, it says you get uh, play of one of eight class stories enhanced to offer a deeper, more accessible experience, purely focused on immersing you in a Star Wars story. So it's like they took the feedback from the players. The players are like, we want more story content that's based around the class that you pick rather than just being a generic thing. like That everybody gets. The hero goes here and then the hero goes there. That makes yeah. sense because if you have multiple characters and mm-hmm. then you have to run them through the same story every time there's an expansion. Yeah. It's really boring. I did that with um, the last one, McKeb, which was the Hut Cartel one mm-hmm. where you go to the planet McKeb and that doing it more than once, you're like, oh, Jesus, just click, 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 space bar, space bar. I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah, I that's just did this. One. Yeah. Yep. That's a bummer. Okay. Well, those are the big Star Wars E3 game things there's one small thing that came out too and that's that uh the star wars galaxy heroes collectible card trading battle game (laughs) is coming out Uh um which is something that's i don't know it's like do we need another card game for star wars already (laughs) we just had the collectible card game i mean is it going to be like Hearthstone Maybe. would it actually be like a player versus player thing, or would it be some bullshit like the other Star Wars card game that was just running down a hallway? I think you battle and watching your cards yeah. throw numbers at each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. It says here it's an upcoming collectible card-based RPG spans both prequel and original trilogies, featuring characters from all six films. You collect ships, items, and characters, and use them to build a more powerful deck than you can possibly imagine card-based rpg though is not mm. that's not what i would describe hearthstone as no 
you don't really do quests and stuff. You just kind of battle people. Right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what that is. We'll see if there's player versus player involved in it or not. Nothing I'm um, interested in, I'm sure. Yeah, but it's like, oh, okay, another mobile game. Mm-hmm. And then there was also a Rebels game that came out. That is what they promised. They too. were like, we're going to do a bunch of mobile yeah. shit. <laughs> They're just dishing out the license to anyone who wants it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, that was the last one? Um, That's it, right? Yeah, that was it for uh, for games. It's kind of crazy. What I was really hoping was they were going to be like, Star Wars 1313 is back. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been awesome. Because mm-hmm. that looked like something interesting and different from what we've already seen. You yeah, know? totally. Maybe I mean that could still happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know how those rights would work or if they could transfer that stuff. But they mm-hmm. did it with you know the Clone Wars in a way, and they just hired the same team and yeah started up Rebels. Mm-hmm. So, but that's kind of what I was hoping. I was really hoping for something more, but I guess they're putting all their money in Battlefront right now. Mm-hmm. All their bets on Battlefront, which has basically the same. Uh, it's gonna come out when the movie comes out. So. Yeah, around when the movie comes out. So and it's coming out for Xbox One, PS4, and PC all at the same time. I think. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's also rumors though that they're working on another big blockbuster level Star Wars game. They have to be. <laughs> That's coming around <laughs> Christmas, and people are saying it's gonna be a Star Wars MOBA game. Uh. Like, oh no, <laughs> it'll suck. More MOBA. League of Legends style. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with those. I don't play them, but mm. it seems like that seems to be the new. Is this the new hotness where everybody's like, "Well, you just you mm. know do this one thing, and then you put characters in that people know." So, yeah. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so interesting. Okay, well, let's get to some confirmed news. Okay. All right. Um, you found that the Disney characters for uh, 3.0 Infinity have been revealed. Yeah, some of them. This was from a while ago, so there may have been more that are mm-hmm. revealed um but i think this article yeah this article is from june 14th so it's not that mm-hmm. that far away um but they've shown shown some rebels characters oh i just clicked on the video which is not what i wanted to do mm. um but after e3 i think what they showed for disney disney 3.0 during the sony presentation mm-hmm. or infinity 3.0 was that there's going to be two releases and the first release is going to be the Clone Wars era, mm. which will have the Rebels characters. Huh. Okay. And then a month later, um, for everybody, but in the same month, November, for PlayStation PlayStation owners, will be the original trilogy, mm. the Rebellion era. era. Okay. And the, I don't think they showed any characters for that Mm-mm. yet. They haven't shown who that's going to be, but we can all assume it's going to be Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, R2-D2. Well, R2-D2 could be in the Clone Wars one, too. Mm-hmm. Same thing with C-3PO. But, yeah, I don't know. It sounds... They showed some clips of it, 3.0. Well, they also had Ahsoka and Anakin right. in the Clone Wars characters previously announced. Yep, so this one says that Kanan, Ezra, Sabine, and Zeb are going to be in it. Disney 3.0. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It looks interesting. Have you seen any of the gameplay stuff? No. Okay. There's, like, a lot of different... There's Millennium Falcon, like, space shooting. Hmm. Like, like, Star Fox style, you know, on rails, whatever, Mm -hmm. maybe. Um, It looked kind of neat. So, could you put Aladdin on your base thing? Aladdin's in Star Wars? From what I've heard, or from what I understand from Infinity, is that 
there's a sandbox mode where you can mm-hmm. have the characters interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. But then there's the story, kind of like story-based stuff, where mm. character-specific games are introduced. So okay. you can't, mm. no, you can't have Aladdin in like the Millennium Falcon, as yeah. far as I understand. Okay. That's my understanding. Again, I don't, I don't have this. So. What do you do in sandbox mode, though? You just run around? Uh, yeah, mm. I'm not really sure. Run around and move blocks and, yeah. you know break stuff i'm not really sure collect coins i uh, guess we'll find out yeah mm-hmm. i still yeah i don't even really understand what the 3.0 2.0 do you have to mm-hmm. buy a whole new disc do you have to get a mm. new port when you get the 3.0 hmm. there's all that stuff that i do not understand about the uh, games to life business yeah. mm-hmm. or games to your tv <laughs> stop calling it or toys to life is that what they call yeah, it? yeah toys to life maybe yeah it's just call mm. it toys to tv it's not exactly bringing them to life yeah <laughs> i don't know it looks interesting i'm gonna probably pick it up just because for this like mm-hmm. i think we should look at it yeah um i kind of doubt it'll hold my attention it's made for kids mm-hmm. but, you know i'm guessing it'll be kind of similar to like the lego star wars games where it's tongue-in-cheek yeah, yeah. I, I think so that's what i've kind of like the brief videos i've seen of the gameplay is it looks mm-hmm. kind of like that and just three three d running around blowing up stuff picking mm-hmm. stuff up um but lego's got their own now toys to life thing so mm-hmm. yeah everyone's getting in that mm-hmm. which is weird but i don't know kind of neat um yeah so are you gonna get the playstation version so you mm, get maybe maybe yeah <laughs> yeah you get the original trilogy one i can get right that away. one yeah. yeah we'll see you underestimate my power come to your senses <laughs> Try it. You were the chosen one. Season two of Rebels is out. Did you know this? No. Okay. Like it started? Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, without mi- too much fanfare. Um, I think it aired Saturday. Okay. Um, so it's called the Siege of Lothal. Um, if you have a way to watch it online, I think through the Disney XD app or whatever, or through mm-hmm. Google Chrome, whatever you have, um, you can do it that way too. But uh, yeah, Darth Vader's in this, along with Ahsoka. Okay, yeah, Darth Vader so was revealed at the end of last, the very season. end of the last season, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see more of him. Uh, so much Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they they sell the the products, mm-hmm. put in the familiar faces. Um, so we'll watch that and we'll comment on it probably the the first two episodes next time. Right. Yeah. We record. All right. Um, Michelle McLaren met with Lucasfilms for a Star Wars spinoff. Mm-hmm. Why don't you explain this one? Uh, Michelle McLaren apparently, you know, went over there. She was the original announced director of the Wonder Woman film but has since parted ways mm-hmm. uh, due to creative differences. <laughs> um, she has directed some Game of Thrones, I think Lost as well, mm. um, mm-hmm. episodes. Um, it says here to Breaking Bad. Oh, and Breaking <clears> Bad. <throat> okay. Yep. Um, so, yeah, she is the mm. she is a rumored new director of a possible project. That's cool. it. That is the mm-hmm. rumor. <laughs> So anybody, basically, there must be somebody sitting outside of Lucasfilm's uh, offices, just like, who walks in the door? Hmm. Like, mm-hmm. who knows if anything's going to come of it? 
Mm -hmm. but you know i guess you know you get picked for one superhero or big action movie you probably get a chance at another so yeah if you don't pick it up (laughs) like well dc was looking at her for you know wonder woman maybe she could do a princess leia movie that's interesting yeah or a female perspective uh phasm movie yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so uh it says here too that she met with them about the second star wars anthology spinoff which is expected to focus on the rivalry between young han solo and boba fett or she could do the han solo movie yeah i shouldn't have just picked a female-led character movie yeah but well you think she'd have the most insight a female director yeah i mean that's always yeah why not dudes running for ladies like you've seen with george lucas <laughs> yeah doesn't always work true true <laughs> but it could go the other way too i mean mm-hmm. um really sensitive han solo well <laughs> in touch with his feelings yes i mean if you think of like zero dark 30 um what's her name oh yeah mm-hmm. you know her her two films her big movies were like male centric very masculine mm-hmm. you can have a female eye on the male masculine masculinity that is interesting so yeah whatever so but she she went in and apparently had a chat mm-hmm. nothing's been announced though so not set in stone just rumors and yeah. speculation rumors are abound i had to like <laughs> sift through so many rumors lately so because mm-hmm. nothing nothing has really been announced lately that's very specific right the movie stuff has kind of been on a little quiet yeah on hold a- ever since the vanity fair article so yes well speaking of that particular article you have the issue right i do you have the yeah yeah i picked up you. i picked up the vanity fair from the star wars issue mm-hmm. which has some Pretty great photos by Annie Leibovitz. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it reveals some characters. It's The article is primarily about the changing of guard from Lucasfilm to Disney. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. They talk a little with J.J. Uh, Abrams. They talk with Kathleen Kennedy about how, you know, her role, what she was doing, and then how she got into Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty brief article. Um it's not too insightful about the film itself other than the fact that at one point apparently jj abrams was joking about putting jar jar binks skeleton <laughs> in in a sand dune <laughs> probably on tatooine yeah i can't remember if he says if she says it's on tatooine actually the writer of the article i don't know if it's a guy or girl but oh, we did see a, a desert planet in the, the trailer the extended trailer right i think let me see if i can quickly find but okay. i mean i would look at it's definitely worth a look. I know some of the photos were online. I'm sure they're all online at this point. Yeah, and that's where we saw that picture of Phasm. Phasm. The Brienne of Tarth character. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, he... Yeah, I don't, I'll have to look some other time to see if it was actually Tatooine. But I thought that was mm-hmm. funny. Apparently he thought that was very funny, too. <laughs> but, so hopefully he Disney, does it. Disney was like, no, no, no. You no. can't do that. <laughs> well, it was like... Crazy? It was like a, a shot of... A ship going over a sand dune. He's like, we should just insert Jar Jar Binks' skeleton right here, because <laughs> I'm like, some people would see it, and mm-hmm. you know, he wanted it to be like a hidden thing, Easter egg, yeah, an Easter egg. But mm-hmm. now it's in this magazine, so I'm sure uh-huh. you'll have to look for it somewhere else. Yep. But we'll find out in December. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another thing in this article that I didn't see a picture of in the Vanity Fair thing, but it's online, showing this guy um, Andy Circus, who I didn't even know was in the movie. Right. I didn't know he was a confirmed cast member, but they show him, uh, and they say that he's using a mocap device, but they per- he's portraying Supreme Leader Snoke. Okay. 
S-N-O-K-E, um, which is a new character. We don't really know what his position is, if he's the, like, the chancellor or... Where did the photo show up? Um, it's on the StarWars.com website about the Vanity Fair article. So it said, Capturing a Galaxy interview with Anne Leibovitz, exclusive. So this might have been just exclusive to the web, but it shows them him sitting in with a mocap suit and a bunch of cameras, and it says, Andy Serkis playing this guy. Oh, yeah. oh and if you're going to do some motion capture, mm-hmm. you might as well have Andy Serkis in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the guy. The guy. Uh-huh. So I don't know. If, it looks like he might be playing some type of alien then if they're going to do mocap and not just use him. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? So maybe that's like some evil supreme leader bad guy. Could be probably pretty interesting looking then, since most of what they've been showing is practical effects, mm-hmm. you know, practical puppeteering. So, yeah. But maybe they have some more things that they have to do. I mean, that can't be all practical at this point, but yeah, you know. maybe he's like a, a Darth Maul's race, like a Zabrak or something. You don't know. You can't really sure. Well, I guess they, they did could that. just put him in makeup. They did that with makeup. Yeah, I guess <laughs> in other ones. It's Let's gonna, see who else couldn't you do? Like, what couldn't makeup? you do with makeup? Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess most of the aliens you could do. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what it looks like that mm-hmm. they decided to go. Hmm. Hmm. We'll Unless they're out. like inserting him in something that they already mm. shot. Uh, I don't know. That seems like a lot of work for post-production yeah, stuff. I don't, I don't know. That's weird. Uh, we'll find out soon. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was in the news as well. Um, and he's then, got like 40 arms. You can probably huh? can do like 40 yeah. arms. But they're not putting the motion capture balls on his arms or on his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have, um, they actually had a photo of one of the, the female actress, right? Yeah. Yeah, she had. She had the mocap stuff on her face as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's an alien. I don't know what all the mocap facing stuff is mm-hmm. for, but. Hmm. <laughs> or if he's doing a hut, he could be doing. He could be doing a hut? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I, yeah, I really don't know why anymore mm-hmm. close-ups hmm. i guess maybe if you're gonna do close-ups i could I, I have no idea we'll get well we'll find out i guess mm-hmm. that is interesting so okay um you also found an article about uh, a long ongoing debate that's finally been settled oh sure yeah yeah, yes. yeah um so the story is han solo shot first mm-hmm. in one of the original screenplays um the screenplay was Found. I was actually hoping to read part of the article. I think mm-hmm. if I could actually. It's a Canadian librarian. Yeah, that's it. Um, so Canadian librarian was busy doing some uh, digital transferring of materials from the stacks, whatever, mm-hmm. of this library, and came across a. Um, it's not loading very quickly here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a script. Let's see. Let's see what it says. While digitizing an extensive sci-fi collection at the University of New Brunswick's library in St. John Brown, mm-hmm. Christine, Christina Brown came across the script, which she said was likely acquired in the 1990s and forgotten. Mm. There were other oddities about the copy, which was dated from 1976. Luke Skywalker was sometimes referred to as Luke Starkiller, which you already know from mm-hmm. the original script comics. Mm-hmm. Um, whoa. Uh, and the film was, wasn't episode four but saga one mm-hmm. uh but the big news about the showdown between Sol- solo and Greedo. 
Suddenly, this is a quote from the script, suddenly the slimy alien disappears in a blinding flash of light. The relevant page of the script, tweeted by CBC reporter Matthew Bingley, reads, Han pulls his smoking gun from beneath the table as the other patrons look in a, on in bemused amazement. Han, but it will take a lot more than the likes of you to finish me off. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Debate closed. <laughs> But then he could say, well, that was an early version. I made revisions. Sure. You can still say, yeah, he shot first, first. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So we can all still like the idea that he shot first. Yeah. So. Yeah. We can at least say that it was like wishy-washy and George Lucas was unclear whether or not that's what he really wanted. Mm-hmm. And maybe like um, over time, his you know memory is a little bit mushed and he forgot that he didn't really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens to all of us. It's 30 years. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Maybe he thought his actual original intention was whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know. But it's good to get this out there because now we can stop arguing about it. Yeah. There was no print. argument, right? No. <laughs> like, there was never. Yeah. Um, okay. Want to talk about some books? Sure. You mean the book? Well, I added some more. Um, you're reading a book called Heir to the Jedi? I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, uh, it's totally fine. It's mm-hmm. mediocre. It is from Luke Skywalker's point of view. Okay. After episode four. Mm. Um, so he is working the re- with the rebellion, uh, acquiring new weapons. Okay. After the battle, they're kind of shorthanded. So mm-hmm. he works with a woman who... So Battlestar was blown up. First Battlestar. And then they're like, what do we do next? The, the first Death Star, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. first Death Star. Yeah. Yep, the Death Star is blown up. Mm-hmm. And after the battle, the rebellion's a little bit, you know, reeling because mm-hmm. they didn't have a whole lot of spaceships and stuff so mm-hmm. okay um they need to reacquire so luke skywalker is both helping the rebellion find more weapons and mm-hmm. also discovering his jedi abilities mm. okay some of the more interesting things about the book i find are that uh he he reveals the idea that luke skywalker has no idea what r2d2 is saying ever <laughs> he's actually just <laughs> guessing <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That'd be funny. If it was a beep, 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 beep. I mean, that's canon. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so the canon is that Luke Skywalker is just responding to R2 based on what he thinks R2 is saying, not necessarily what R2 is saying. <laughs> you mean like, beep, beep, beep. Yeah. no, I didn't say that. Like he sounds, he often says like he sounded kind of upset. So, hmm. you know, he, he just basically takes the tone and like asserts whatever meaning onto it that he feels appropriate. <laughs> I wonder then if C-3PO. C-3PO, I would can imagine can understand. Him. And then I would assume when he's not that they've said this, but when he's in the ship, there must be, I would assume that there's a display that shows what R2 saying, hmm. but it's more like when they walk around hmm. and he's like, well, that was a disapproving tone. Like when he's in, um, uh, the, the, uh, swamp training, right. he has no idea what he's saying. No then. idea what he's saying. <laughs> Unless this, like by the end of the book, I haven't finished it. And I'm halfway hmm. through somehow his Jedi powers give him the ability to understand R2 and this mm-hmm. pays off in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, he also doesn't know what the Jedi mind trick is because mm. Obi-Wan never actually told him. Mm. So he's trying it. He tries it on a Rodian. Mm. We know, I think in, in previous Canon, they are unaffected by the, Oh yeah. Because well, they're so greedy. <laughs> so, but he fails yeah. a couple times, but he's only tried it with a uh, Rodians. Um, mm he discovers a Jedi temple on Rodian mm-hmm. in Rodia, uh, where he gets a, a lightsaber, a second one that he can disassemble, mm. uh, to find out how it works. 
mm-hmm. and he's still working on his telekinetic abilities. Mm. So it's interesting. It's the writing from his point of view is not, it's hard for me to read it in his voice. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really sound like Luke Skywalker at this point. Mm. It's not whiny enough. He seems way more sure of himself than he should be. Um, but it's a quick read so far mm-hmm. and it's, um, it's not bad. So cool. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how it ends. I should be finished probably by the next time we meet up. Okay. So, but if you're in for a quick light read about, you know, new canon stuff, mm-hmm. this is probably a good place to start. Cool. So there was also a book that I got, uh, that just came out called ultimate star Wars, which is a huge coffee table book, hardcover that, uh, has the uh um locations vehicles equipment characters everything that's canon should be in there new canon new canon so this is like the definitive new canon if it's not in here then it doesn't count so that like giant previous star wars encyclopedia Mm -hmm. that i have is yeah four volumes or whatever it is Mm -hmm. right yeah that's maybe it'll one day be like the encyclopedia britannica that's out that was like the pre-World War One Encyclopedia Britannica that's like mm. super mm-hmm. expensive now. Yeah. Because it has all these bizarre ideas about the world. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so this is this was only like $25 or something, but it's a pretty hefty book. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of cool pictures and things to finger through. It's not really heavy on text. It's more of like a visual guide to everything. But so there's it, a lot of stuff in there. Is it pretty much straight like films and... Mm-hmm. I don't think Rebels it has too TV much, show. Yeah, it doesn't have too much on comics in there. Okay. Yet, because I think this is before most of the Marvel stuff was hashed out. Sure. So this will be maybe volume one, and then they'll come up with <laughs> other versions. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a character from the comic that they introduced. Mm-hmm. But well, I don't think they have even like Kanan. I don't think he's in there. Um, they've got. Uh, or they have some Rebel stuff. The brat. Yeah. Oh, and there's the, Inquisitor. There's a whole. Yeah. Okay. So the it's, whole it's getting up rebels. to date, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, doesn't have everything. The the brat. Yeah. They also have What's this face, Ezra. Uh, yes. Yeah. There's. Ezra. Well, here's another thing too that's coming out is on September 22nd. Um, fans of the original trilogy will be able to experience it in an d- entirely different way. Uh, Star Wars: A New Hope, The Princess, The Scoundrel, and The Farm Boy, is a book um, that's a retelling of the original story. So episode four retold. Um, they, these are fresh interpretations, true to the films, but filtered through each author's vision. Um, in the novel, the authors get an inside the characters, get inside the characters heads, tell us about the scenes between the scenes and even teach us how to be a Jedi. So, um, it sounds like it's going to be an expanded version of the story Mm -hmm. in book form. And that's coming out uh, right before the the new film. Um, And then it also says that there's different writers for each book. So that'll be interesting too. Um, And I don't know if all of them are going to come out right away. But the first one is coming out in September. Okay. So that's kind of interesting. We've got a few books coming out between now and the movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have any time to read them though. But (laughs) yeah. Yeah. We're Um, not going to be able to keep up. But. Hopefully mm-hmm. we'll hear which ones are good and worth worth reading, you know? So. Yeah, it says here that you can read an excerpt online. This is an article from Polygon, um, but it's saying that you can read an excerpt of the first book. It's a retelling of the opening scenes of the first movie, but from the point of view of Princess Leia. 
Okay. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see if um it's it's any crazy good. how much they're focusing on uh episode 4 and post episode 4. Mhm. You know. Yeah. Like the comics are almost all focusing on after the Death Star, mm-hmm. the first Death Star, yep, being blowed up, and then um, also the book I'm reading. Mm-hmm. You know, this is actually where the I guess the Dark Horse comics were going to right before they stopped. Is that that was all taking place between like this, you know, four and five, mm-hmm. this brief period of time. So. Yeah, that seems to be what writers think is the most interesting era, is right after y- the Battle of Yavin. Yeah. I mean, and, both, uh, you know, between four and five and between five and six, I think are pretty interesting times because when mm-hmm. we, because when the movies end and you come back, like there's clearly a bunch of stuff that has happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no like previously on Star Wars. Yeah. This is what's been happening in between. Yeah. So there's a lot of place to write in there. Broken glass everywhere. People pissing on the stage. You know, they just don't care. I can't take the smell. Can't take the noise. Got no money to move out. I guess I got no choice. Rats in the front room. Roaches in the back. Junkies in the alley with the baseball bat. I tried to get away, but I couldn't get far because a man with the touch repossessed my car. Let's talk about comics then. Sure. So, the Star Wars flagship series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think since we last spoke, we've gone through issues four, five, and six um, have been the ones that have happened since. Yeah. So, did you read all six yeah, of these issues? Okay. I did. Okay. Um, what did you think of uh, the big reveal? about han solo the big reveal so the thing that's been all over the internet yeah that he's married we're gonna spoil it because it's, it's been, been on spoiled. the internet for a while yeah. yeah you may have not have known where it came from but it came mm-hmm. from this comic yep um, so it's issue six there's a battle with uh boba fett and luke skywalker mm-hmm. where he gets um shot up by boba fett which is weird yeah all these events where uh, we are finding out that luke skywalker is having uh encounters with characters before the films mm-hmm. before he has encounters with them in the film yeah with vader and now with boba fett yeah mm-hmm. which is weird um it's an interesting choice mm-hmm. I guess. yeah boba fett boba fett um because <laughs> now he knows about him yeah. exactly mm-hmm. um yeah but then they kind of threw us a curveball and they're like Guess what, Princess Leia? He's married. Yeah. It's like a Mori Povich th- scene. <laughs> How much you want to bet that this marriage is due to some bet? Mm. Or mm-hmm. uh, maybe he owes her family money? Mm-hmm. You know? that it's. I mean, clearly it's not a marriage of love since yeah. he's running away from her. Yeah. But that's pretty much where I see that story going, which is like she owns, because at one point she actually says, he's my property. Mm-hmm. So whatever planet she's from, I'm guessing that like he actually owes her family or her a debt, mm-hmm. and that debt is you know paid in marriage until paid in cash hmm. or credits. Mm-hmm. That's where I think that's going. Okay. So that's my prediction, but it was a pretty good reveal. Yeah. You know, yeah. another tough um, female character is always good. I don't think any. Uh, I don't think anything like that's going to happen in uh, the movie though. They're <laughs> not going to bring that up. No, probably not. So they can take liberties with this comic. Yeah. Now it's official canon that he was married. <laughs> the only thing that like kind of maybe wouldn't make sense is that her she calls herself Solo, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, I think I I enjoyed the last three. Mm-hmm. I think it 
I still don't like him as much as the Brian Wood ones. Yeah. Like, I don't think he, I don't think they write for the characters as well as Brian Wood did. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But it, the storyline's good, you know? So then Luke also comes back to Tatooine to grab some stuff from Obi-Wan's house. Yeah, he leaves the Rebellion, so, and that's yeah, where he runs into Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah. To find out to... more, much like the novel I'm reading, it's like, mm-hmm you know you never really think about it when we watch the movies but like he doesn't really know that much about jedi <laughs> no he doesn't have going through training really except with yoda yeah not until time. he gets to yoda yeah um so so he probably went back there to figure out if he's got some like help manuals mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> load up some pdfs <laughs> right so be curious mm-hmm. to see like how much they have him learn about being a jedi mm-hmm. before he meets yoda yeah you know like where's the line mm-hmm. so but yeah, it seems like a, a common plot point is how Luke's kind of a green thumb mm-hmm. or like a greenhorn. That's novice, what I meant. Greenhorn, yes. a green thumb. He's really good with plants. <laughs> yeah. He's a good botanist, yeah. space botanist. But yeah, it seems like he's like got to feel his way through the force. Pretty much. And learn without any teachings. Isn't that how you do it? Yeah. <laughs> Discovery. And I do like the way that they are tying this into the Darth Vader comic. Yeah, let's talk about that one next. I actually thought there'd be more tie-ins to the other comics, but Uh this one pretty much directly ties into Darth Vader, the comic. Yes. Well, there was a... So there's... They run parallel, Mm -hmm. and then there's a splitting point in here where he goes, meets up with this engineer, Mm -hmm. takes her kind of hostage, and demands that she creates this programming for a robot army. Right. So he's going like rogue. Yeah, the Emperor has basically shunned him for failing at protecting the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Um, He's so, on the Emperor's shit list still. Yep, yeah. and Darth Vader is going after um, another character that's being introduced mm-hmm. that he thinks will become the Emperor's right hand, mm-hmm. right? And he's yep. going to murder him first, but he needs yep. an army with him. That's the Sith way, is kill the dude who's in, next in line. Yep, exactly. But then we got this weird, like... We go to this whale planet. It's like floating whale, space whale planet. Yeah, what, was, what were they doing there? They, they were, they were um, trying to recover something, but then they run to this gang of like champions that they he has a duel. I thought he was trying to kill those people. Yeah, I thought that's why he went to the whale. Um, he he recovered something to kill that cyborg leader, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he runs into the emperor there. Right. Yeah, the Emperor finds him, and then he's got to battle these guys. Yeah, it's not entirely clear. I mean, other than, like, his assassination quest mm-hmm. on the floating space whales from Futurama yeah. <laughs> that have cities on them. Um, and there's a weird... It's like, it takes a really weird detour where there's a Mon Calamari that has General Grievous's body. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is the, fucking weird. What is this called? It's called Kylon 5? Or Something like that. Fifth uh-huh. Kylon mm-hmm. is the character uh, who was being trained by the Emperor alongside Darth Vader for mm-hmm. the last 20 years. And then... But this guy is not a Force user. Yeah. He simply uses uh, me- mechanical means to mm-hmm. gain the ability... Uh, much like Grievous, he at one point mm-hmm. says like Grievous is uh, like was great, but was like a first generation of what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. So he's got his Mon Calamari who has like Grievous-like arms. Yeah, that wield lightsabers. Um, he's also got they they say like they download their consciousness and mm-hmm. take on different bodies. So like if you kill one of them, they'll just upload it to a different 
Yeah, they're like Cylons. Host. They're, they're yeah. like Star Wars Cylons. Yeah, pretty much. So that was weird. Um, yeah, it took then, a weird turn where it was like, this is not anywhere else. Yeah, this is brand new to the universe. Brand new stuff. Yeah. Um, so now you've got Jedi or Force users, the regular people, and mm-hmm. wannabe Force users? I guess. Cyborgs. Yeah, he, he says like the Force is old news. Like, I wonder if that'll bleed into the movies at all. Hmm. And that like a lot of them don't use the Force, they use other means. Mm hmm. So that'd be interesting. No hokey religions. Right, no hokey religions. <laughs> and then it kind of catches up back with the uh, Star Wars main comic at the end of issue number six. Right. Where it shows Boba Fett coming back to speak with Vader because he sent him on a mission to kill Skywalker. To find out who he was. He didn't yeah, even know who he to was. To find out who he was, yeah. Yeah, and now he knows that it's Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And so he knows it's his son. Yeah, and he gets real pissed. Gets real mad mm-hmm. because the Emperor lied to him. Yeah. And then he proclaims that he's going to take over. Mm-hmm. Which is takes a really different spin on what happens at the end of episode six. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Okay. Um, so let's go to... The least favorite one? Princess Leia? Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and this one, issue three, I don't think we talked about, but she kind of discovers uh, Alderonian compatriots but they aren't exactly on a level and she kind of feels like they are betraying their their past yeah in an attempt to well basically the princess leia comic book storyline been she's trying to round up all the stray alderanians mm-hmm. alderanians mm-hmm. i guess um and bring them together to restart i believe somewhere or at least be protected by the rebellion mm-hmm. um so she finds the 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 captain captivity mm-hmm. singer yeah girl yeah and then she goes to a like off-world mining facility mm-hmm. um so i don't know like the alderanian version of the Koch brothers yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um who say that they're going to these planets and like helping bring art culture education but really mm-hmm. she feels like they're abusing their resources and exactly yeah and uh tries to get them to join them in the rebellion to fight against darth vader mm-hmm. um okay and that's pretty that's much, pretty much what issue happening. three yeah. yeah and then what happened in four is um she uh so they there's a spy among them yeah they're they being tracked a spy. by spy mm-hmm yeah, and then she yeah. finds out that it's the, you know, it's the girl's sister who's mm-hmm. been captured or working with the Empire. Yeah, she was doing a holo call with mm-hmm. her sister. So her, I think it's her, what is it, her traveling companion? Mm-hmm. Her main traveling bodyguard? The bodyguard. Yeah, has a sister and then she's working for the Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, it's not the bodyguard that's working for the. Oh, Empire. it's the um, it's the singer, the singer. Or the, okay. Yeah, yes, they're singers, right? Yeah, that was like the first or yeah. second ep- or yeah. second comic, where they're all like singing and they mm-hmm. had a group and they were being like abused. pop stars yeah. that were being it was like a J-pop left in a monk, <laughs> like they were being cordoned off so they were pure or something like that. Yeah, right. It was really bizarre, uh-huh. but um, and the the art style has changed a bit in the mm-hmm. third one. Like, yeah. It was a little more floral, mm-hmm. maybe a little more light. Um, and then it's kind of, it's kind of going darker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's intentional, like shift change or what. Um, but it's certainly got, it's gotten a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But by the end of the fourth comic, she's. Do we do we spoil it? Does yeah, it let's just talk about it okay. because it's been a while. Sure. Um, yeah, she like hands herself over in order to get um, mm-hmm. the singer's sister back. Yeah, to the Empire. They she, do a one to one trade. Mm-hmm. So then it seems like she's, she's got a smirk, of course, and then she's got a plan up her sleeve. Maybe. So we'll find out. This is only a five issue run. Yeah. From what I believe. So. This will be over soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which is a good thing. <laughs> it's not that interesting. No. It really yeah, it doesn't really grab me. I, I like the idea of it, of her going off and finding, you know, trying to bring all the Rinians who are across the galaxy back together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not, it's not playing out quite right. Mm-hmm. It's just a little. Yeah. But, all right, Kanan. Kanan. So, Kanan number two. I think number three is out right yeah, now i have it yeah. okay i don't have number three yet i only have number two um but in this one you find out how uh his master was killed betrayed right. by the, the during order 66 yep the um troopers that he was hanging out with around a fight campfire and then also they opened fire on him mm-hmm. and uh she sacrifices herself for, so he can get away um and then he kind of lives as a little uh street urchin for a while mm-hmm Taking hand-me-downs, and then some alien is like, "Dude, you stink! Get in my ship. <laughs> Let me take a bath because you really smell." And then he's like, "Oh, thanks." And then when the guy's out there bargaining with someone, uh, he takes his ship and takes off. Kanan steals the ship. Yeah, I don't remember this at ship. all. <laughs> yep. yep. Maybe I missed this he, comic. Um, I should make sure I have it. He played the holocron message that from Obi Wan that says, <laughs> "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, and then he ends up going where they said you shouldn't go, mm-hmm. and gets drawn into a uh, firefight okay so then issue three i believe is out but it's uh it's pretty interesting i like it it's a good series showing his roots kanan's an interesting character yeah it's nice to have one of the comics that's in a different period i guess mm-hmm. a different time yeah so rather than them all being set around the same time right yeah exactly but okay know. they're doing pretty well I, I wouldn't assume that marvel was gonna do badly but yeah know, yeah so far not bad so the last thing it. we have to talk about is lando one yeah how do you so. feel about this how do you feel about <laughs> this is their next comic is lando it's a, a cool choice yeah um from the creators the guy who did death of wolverine and daredevil mm-hmm. uh he did July. some daredevil comics right mm-hmm. okay it's coming out soon um, before Cloud City, before his glorious Death Star run, Lando Clarissian was just a man trying to make his way through an uncaring universe, determined not to be recognized that he was undeniably the coolest man in the galaxy. <laughs> but Lando's got a plan to change all that, and it starts with the deal of a lifetime. Do you think these are going to play out like um, the Dark Horse comics that are like, was it Agent of the Empire? Mm. The sort of 007 spy? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's a smuggler. Yeah. but That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to feel like that. I have a feeling he's going to be going on, you know, mm-hmm. seducing different uh, seducing aliens, ladies, seducing aliens, and then going on. Why, hello. Exciting adventures and speeding through different towns. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Doing Which, advertisements for um, <laughs> space beer. Yeah. Did you see the different covers? No. Oh, the variant covers are out. Are you, oh, yeah. Did you get? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's more, there's like six of them. Mm. Um, but there okay. are you're gonna get the uh, toy one you got the toy ones right i did yeah the old uh, action figure covers yeah, yeah they have an action figure cover for lando number one 
Looks like they're going to continue that for a while. Okay, cool. Let me take a look. But I wonder if um, if they ever do uh, Abner Lackbar standalone. I'd be like, oh shit, it's on. Oh, were you ex- I forgot to ask about the Battlefront stuff, all the Akbar action. Did you hear all that? No. Oh, there's so a lot of Akbar action telling you what to do. Really? Yeah, he's Voice like he's your commander. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So there's and there was like I think there was a little hollow head of him in the corner sometimes. So mm. plenty of Akbar for you. Awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> I don't see the action figure cover. I just see there's one of them laying on a desk with his legs up. There's one of them with a blaster come out of his jacket. Yeah, it wasn't on. I didn't see it on the Mm. TFAW website. It was on a comic book review website. Mm. So okay, maybe it's um, comic store exclusives. No, because you ordered them before, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh No, I I definitely saw one, but Hmm. this one's only a five-issue run as well. Okay, well that makes sense. So Princess Leia is probably finishing this month Mm -hmm. because Lando comes out in July eighth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. July eighth. That'll be cool. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that it? I don't we'll, think we have anything else to talk about. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Um, send us an email at thespacebros at gmail.com. Twitter. Yep. I'm totally at non-active. Space Bros. Okay. Just starting to hate Twitter. It's yeah. Just, it's annoying. It's, it is kind of annoying. But if you want to ask this question, we also have Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Space Bros page on Facebook. There's yeah. stuff on there. Post. Sure. So... Yeah, check it out. Peace. Peace. Was without a doubt the worst episode ever. Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world.